And now it's time for the Debone segment, which we oh. haven't had in quite some time. Um, <laughs> and we are joined today by Miriam Bueller, the sub editor for Bones. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for coming on to the show with us today. You're welcome. It's much warmer here than on the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing we offer. We offer heat, a dog sometimes, uh, and Bones magazines, which is what we're going to be talking about today. If you are not in the loop, and I'm very upset if you're listening to this and you don't know what Bones is at this stage, mm. but Bones isn't independent publication that runs out of Radio 191 FM. It is edited um, by Erin Broughton, who is the music director up at Radio 1. Um, and it just showcases some of the, um, I don't want to say smaller, but all of the writers that are working in the Dunedin area uh, who might not want to publish their works in something that is kind of what would you say, like more formal, I yeah. guess? So it, anything goes in Bones, basically. Um, so it showcases a lot of the artwork. Uh, we often have comics, we have poems, we have little short anecdotes, uh, stories about writers' lives. Anyone can write for Bones, anyone can do art for Bones. It's all very easy. You can just submit it to bones at r1.co.nz. Um, and this is a little bit sad at this point in time yeah. because there are only four issues of Bones left. Um, so this one that we're going to be talking about today is issue 14, early July 2018. Um, I mean, Miriam, you've sub-edited this issue of Bones, that's correct, right? I have indeed. Yes, so we all know <laughs> what's going on in this yeah. issue of Bones. Um, so we'll start with the front cover, actually. Um, this front cover is by Rory Sweeney, who is going to be joining us on Deboned uh, later in um, the month, probably. Uh, and by the way, Deboned is going to be every week on Wednesday Drive until Ooh. Bones dies. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we'll going to have yeah someone on every week until the last four issues have been finished. Um, and this work on the front cover of Bones, which you can pick up from the Radio One offices or around at nice cafes and various other outlets around Dunedin, um, he took all sorts of photos and um, photocopied them one at a time, and then he layered them on top oh, of one so another. Cool. And he just sent this in, and he's never submitted to Bones before. Really? So this is his first submission, it's front cover, Bones. That's, that's so cool. It's very cool, very yeah. Nice. Um, there's an exhibit about that currently on a, um, the Christchurch Art Gallery. Yeah. John Stezaker. Stezaker? Oh, he nice. He does the same thing. It's great, and it's really nice, and I, I like it in black and white as it's well. Got it's got someone kind pleasant. of like yelling. He's a photographer that's working in Dunedin Ooh. at the moment. Um, there's someone kind of yelling, I don't know, there's a help us sign. <laughs> it's really cool, really nice little piece of abstract art on the front cover of Bones. Um, and then we go in a little bit further. Erin Talks laments slightly about the fact that her baby is going to be leaving home soon and that we only have four issues left of Bones. So now is a really good time to get anything that you want to submit into Bones magazine, bones at r1.co.nz. Anyone is welcome. You can submit whatever you want, poetry, art. I don't know, we have... Um, fold-outs usually, like posters that mm. you can put on your walls. There's also an event guide. There's all sorts of things that you can talk to Erin about and you only have a little bit more time to get it in. Uh, but this first article is by Lisa Blakey um, and it's about her love for Panic <laughs> at the Disco. Were either of you Panic at the Disco fans back uh -huh. in the day? No? <laughs> what were you more into? I, what I, was I knew like one the... song. I knew LA Devotee. That's the yeah. only song I know by them. But... What was like your embarrassing band the that Beatles? you were The Beatles? That's not very <laughs> That's embarrassing, not embarrassing though. <laughs> 
big fan. You were? I was like, oh, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> oh, I like wow. the old music, like Bob Dylan, oh, Beatles. Blood That's quite cool, though. That is, it would have worked. Like, not, not to the level, you know, not to like being like, yeah, the Beatles. <laughs> I wish I was a cool, like, 13, yeah. 14 year old. Were you like, a, like an Abbey Road, super, you know, superior? So I'm thinking of. What's the word for it? Is there like a special word? Or like the people that think Abbey Road is the best objectively and they're like funny about it if you say anything else is the best. Really? No, I wasn't very like highbrow about it. I was pretty just like, uh, uh, Beatles, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think at that age that is, you just kind of absorb anything yeah, that you're exactly, given. Anything yeah. that you like, God, it's just yeah. part of you. Becomes... Oh my God, there was one band actually. <gasps> Go on. What is it? What's that band? They're kind of like Maroon 5. And they do that same kind of like rock music. I think they're the one who's like whose album downloaded onto everyone's phones. Oh, you like, too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, that did was. happen with yeah, you too. That, that was a long time yeah, the ago. The miracle of Joey something. Oh, and it was a terrible yeah. album. It was one good song. Yeah. 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 Was it you too yeah, that you're obsessed so. with? Yeah. That's also quite a cool band. Yeah, that is. <laughs> if, you, if, if you know the word Joshua, like this phrase Joshua Tree, you're instantly cool in a lot of people's books. <laughs> Um, so she talks about going to uh, this Panic at the Disco gig. It's quite. Lisa has fantastic personal anecdotes that she puts into phones. Yeah. And I never read one and come out disappointed. <laughs> like, I always read it and I'm like, that really happened to you. That's, that's but cool. But she's so relatable. Yeah, like, I, I do never love Panic at the Disco. But when she talks about like getting ready for it and like the stupid headbands and the t shirts, and I'm like, yes. yes. Yeah, it was yes. like um, her and her friend with matching Supreme singlets. Yes. That said, I love nerds or I heart nerds. <laughs> We've all owned something like that at this point. And she had um, fluorescent eyeshadow on, which she said wow. was perhaps the first time she ever wore makeup. Oh my God. That's a great um, first choice. So even if you weren't there, you kind of feel like, yeah, I did have a panic at the disco yeah. phase. <laughs> and I did go along to that. Um, so Lisa writes the hormone section every single segment. And if you write for Bones, you can choose your own segment name. Just has to have the word one in it crazy crazy how that works bones one radio one oh it all works out doesn't it so next along we have from the lovely poet Eliana Gray um talented poet writer musician always in and around the Dunedin area as well I believe she's in Wellington at the moment because Jaggers and Lions are playing a show at Caroline this week um, on the 13th of July that's this Friday but her segment honey it's always a bit of poetry. It's been poetry. I'm pretty sure she's submitted to every single Bones ever since its inception. That's pretty uh, cool. Do you know Miriam? Because you've seen quite a few of them. Yeah, being the I'm sub not editor. sure if she did the first one. The maybe she, I two. won't say that in case like, yeah. she did. Yeah. Maybe she did. But I can't I'm remember. not the sure. The first one was a bit different. Mm. Yeah, true. And this poem is also a little bit different. It and is. Raph and I were talking as well. Um, not that this is like a show to like criticize. Not that we're about yeah. to criticize it. It's not. It's not about picking things apart. Mm. Um, but this is one of her once again uh, more relatable yeah, pieces that she has submitted. Have you read this one, Miriam? Do you? Is there any part of it that you like in particular? Um. It's okay if I've just put you on the spot. Yeah, no, I think I did actually read this one. Yeah. Um, and 
It's very relatable. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very Dunedin was relatable. was also in a house in the valley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Old crow <room. laughs> Um, You said something quite interesting before, being the sub-editor for this magazine. Um, you don't tend to sub-edit the poetry because kind of anything goes in poetry. Yeah, I know. Mm. And if I see a mistake, it might not actually be a mistake. Yeah, it's so true. you tend to kind of st- stay away yeah. from that kind of editing yeah. process. Uh, are there any other pieces and bones that you have stayed more away from because of of their content. Don't do the gig, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you never know how those DJ names are going to be yeah, spelled. I, I still don't understand. <laughs> um, in the middle of Bones, as I said before, there's always a wonderful fold-out poster. Um, and the poster, there are two posters in yeah. this Bones. More bang for your buck. It's a free yes. magazine as well. So like, you may as well get two pieces of free artwork. We're all. It's really nice. I can hear us all leafing mm. through our Bones pages <laughs> yeah. as we go through. Um, so we've got two posters. Uh, there is always the poster of the front cover uh, of Bones, so Rory Sweeney's piece that he um, photocopied. I don't know what to call it because I don't know what you'd kind of title it as. Yeah. You're just going to have to get a Bones to find it's out. It's cool. It is really cool. Um, and then Jack Wiley, who does the cartoons for Bones magazine. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, he has also done a poster. So there are two posters in Bones mag uh, for this fortnight. Bones is released fortnightly, by the way. It's not every week. That's just the debone segment that I mentioned before. Just because we're very enthusiastic about Bones, so we want to <laughs> talk to all of the people. Um, so he's done a, a very Medusa-like poster. Love me a Gorgon. How are we thinking about this poster, guys? It's quite cool. Describe it to the audience. Pink. Pink. It's very pink. It is very pink. Just like Lisa's eyeliner. Wait, was it pink? <gasps> it was fluorescent, so fluorescent. I think we can count pink yeah. as, as in yeah, that kind of God, yeah. spectrum of fluorescence. <laughs> pink is on there. It is. Um, and it says, don't look into the don't look into her eyes. That's so quite cool, though. It's it, that's a that's. I mean, in my mind, that's yeah. definitely a statement. And I could be massively overreaching. <laughs> it's just on, Medusa. I'm just though. like you know, but like don't look into her eyes. Like you know what I mean? It's like a lot of young men find it really hard to look women in the eyes, even now at uni. Like Ooh, we're putting it into political. I mean, yeah. honestly, mm. like I was I was talking to someone yesterday in yeah. class, and just no eye contact at all. Really? And with, that was with me. Yeah. And I know, and like he was talking to other people as well, and I can't even imagine if he was able to look them in the eyes. And then all throughout my life, I've been friends with so many people that just fear of eye contact. And I really? can't imagine if they're heterosexual and they're talking to the opposite sex. Like, yeah. it's probably a lot worse. But it could just be nervousness and anxiety as well. That's true. With having to be in I a mean, social situation that they're not comfortable in. Hopefully. But then the best time people can't look you in the eyes is when they know they're wrong and they still can't look you in the eyes. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best, best <laughs> time. Uh, and then as you flick through, have I missed anything? I have missed a wee piece. Oh, uh, by, pre-doom. Yeah, yeah. Lovely Wyatt Ryder, who was on the last Deboned segment that we hosted uh, before um, before the break when Raph and I jetted off elsewhere. Um, but, yeah, Wyatt has <laughs> talked about uh, basically the world ending, the apocalypse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Love it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about um, people Bring that... Bring it on. I <laughs> totally had that phase as well. You did? Yeah. Like in um, oh, nice. like year seven and eight, we watched this documentary about um, global warming. Mm. Oh, an inconvenience. I just truth. went home and like, yeah, that's the one. And oh, cried. yeah. And no, I was like, the world ending. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm going to be dead in years. It yeah. Was, yeah. That's what's the name for it when they are always preparing for the world to end? He's written he's written it in here somewhere. Um Doomsday yeah, Doomsday Pre- Preppers. Preppers. Yeah. yeah. So. 
Far out. That, but the like documentaries on people that are prepared, like they have bunkers out yeah, in the yeah. middle of. It's usually rural America yeah. Yeah. or <laughs> like the mountains in some sort of Scandinavian yeah. country. <laughs> and it's always like, oh, I'm not sure if I'd yeah. take it. That I'm Agreed. worried. Are yeah. tools lead lined? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what like what is the one thing that you would take into your doomsday bunker if the world was going to end in a week and you had to prepare? What's one thing that wasn't like food and water and boring or we take a desert island desk you're doing here mate I like this (laughs) you know I have to bring it to you true I have to have the questions what would you bring a weapon a weapon nice that's good that's a good idea because we're all going to be fighting tooth and claw (laughs) by the end of it god yeah I think Damn. Wyatt's um quite a large fan of, of like blades and knives, so he could probably like loan you a katana or yeah, something like that. Nice. His um, yeah. <laughs> his segment's called Whetstone as well. So oh. yeah. there you go. It's Boom. it was all Spot linked on. together. Is you wondered why uh, he said yeah. that he was really tempted to become one. He thought oh. that he should become one. Um, because every time he sees he's, he talks about looking at paranormal forums and them all um, you know um, prophesizing the next date that's going to mm. be the end of the world and how he said it was 18th of April this year and you know it's always <laughs> yeah. just moves a year down yeah. right oh, like yeah. it never really never really changes I have an answer for you by the way I just thought of something I would take one of each religious symbol so that when I came out whichever religion now dominated the world I could immediately assimilate that is so intelligent <laughs> well I didn't think I thought it would be like a panic at the disco CD, CD. or I know, something but, but there we go here's no, me with a Quran rap is coming to live through the apocalypse. I am, I am an imam. So it's okay. <laughs> um, moving right along to the Ecotone, which is the gig guide. Uh, of course, we've already read out the Rad Times gig guide for this week, mm-hmm. so we don't want to... <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> A little bit of excitement from across the table. Uh, are you going to any anything this week, Maroon? Well... Uh, I thought about going to the gig at the Captain Cook on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So dotes part two. Oh, the shred. Mm, the shred. The shred, part two. Oh, awesome. Because Raph and I are heading to Anthony Tonnen as well. That's oh, on this amazing. week. Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah, sorry, you're about to say. Oh, Faced on a Pony are playing on Thursday. Yes. And they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, pretty that's pretty exciting, so, yeah. actually. Um, so you can always find out what's going on in the Dunedin area. Of course, it gets read out um, on Radio 1 at 5.30 every day. Also, like, all throughout the day, pretty much. And I think it's, it's on, on the, the website as well. On the website, too. Um, but if you want it in paper format, Ooh. printed format, it's not exactly the Rad Times gig guide. Um, but you can also email Erin to have your event placed into Bones, which will be published. It'll be a physical entity if you email her in um, this is really cool so Jack who designed the second poster in Bones um, he has also done another comic for this Fortnite's edition hmm. <laughs> it's, it's Chelsea J's quite famous um, music video at this stage for her track Laugh It Off uh, he's kind of he's taken his he's taken his own approach to yeah. it, it's really cool it really I would cool. put this on my wall as well if I'm honest, it's like another another kind of poster that he's True. put in. Um, his art style is quite wonderfully unique as yeah, well. Yeah, you got to see it to believe it though, mm. so you just have to pick up a Bones for that one. It's hard, over the radio <laughs> waves, we can't really describe to you exactly what we're seeing. Um, we've got a wee article about memes from Hennessy as well through here. Uh, also big congrats to Samuel Rillstone who writes um, a lot about about 
he connects uh, some of his life events to things that have happened in comic book mm. storylines, which is really unique. It is and very I've unique. never heard that. And you encyclopedic knowledge. Do yeah. You, like, think of that I'll be able to do it. He pulls out uh, like a different example every time and his knowledge of it is just incredible and he talked um, in this fortnight about recently getting engaged. So big big congrats Congrats to one of our writers who uh, got engaged and he talked about um, a love story uh, within the the Batman series. I hear you laughing. Well, I I know this one. You do know this one? Yeah, it's it's the one that's most commonly portrayed in films and animated like series and stuff. Right, 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 yeah. So it's just Dick Grayson who plays the first Robin and later Nightwing and then Barbara Gordon or Baps as she's known which is daughter of Commissioner Gordon and Batgirl. Oh nice. So he's kind of compared him and his partner to that which is mm. very very it sweet. It is very cute. Because a lot of people do use Bones as an outlet for sometimes traumatic or upsetting events that have happened in their life and, mm. and this is a uh, you know like a safe place for you to publish that if that is what you are wanting to do um so samuel has uh he's contributed some things that have been quite you know difficult in his life in the past and it's just really lovely to have him God, put yeah. this really nice part Very into it. um he once described his family as <laughs> a bag full of pissed off bees on steroids yeah. and i think we can all relate to that people got an auntie who's just (laughs) a bag of pissed off bees (laughs) Uh, so that's really cool Um, we've got another poem by um, Zoe this is a really good Greek last name that I'm worried about pronouncing wrong how would you say that you pronounce it tap 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 Ames. yeah Cool. Glad you're here to support me. Thank yeah, you. Greek. Done. <laughs> um, Macedonia. <laughs> she has a poem titled Wolves, uh, and I mean, I'm not going to be the one to read it out to you guys because that's for her to do, um, but that was really, really nice to have a couple of poets on this issue of Bones as well. And then uh, at the back, we always have an article from Millie Lovelock, which is always very poignant. It's called The mm. Backbone as well, which I think some of us will probably agree that that is what that is. Uh, for Bones magazine uh, and she talked about the book The First Bad Man by Miranda July which I have also read recently and I can I cannot recommend it enough. It's a roller coaster um, and she talks about reading it out loud to her girlfriend um, and she had read it before reading it out to her girlfriend and she was talking about how you know, she knew all of the crazy things that were about to happen in the book. Mm. but And so she would build it up and she just couldn't wait to see the reaction of her girlfriend <laughs> as she read them out. Um, it's a wild book. I don't want to ruin anything, but um, it's centred around this woman's rather mundane life and it just slowly unravels um, and a lot of mad stuff happens and I don't usually say that because I get really bored <laughs> with reading stuff, but it's not a boring book. Um, Miranda July, The First Bad Man, I highly recommend that. Um... Have there been any other of Millie's articles, Miriam, that you've read in the past that you've really enjoyed? If you don't remember, it's okay. But she <laughs> usually writes about really poignant topics. Yeah, I've read most of them. Um, um, they're all pretty good. One I remember is the mm. one where she's talking about like being freaked out that she might be a lesbian when she was a kid. Yeah. Just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I think that yeah. was from like issue one or two or yeah, something. It was, it was quite really a while ago. Okay, that's like the one that stuck in my head, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that was really interesting. She talked about like being in the back of her car yeah. and, and realising yeah. that yeah. that might yeah. be the way. And that's cool <laughs> now because she's talking about her girlfriend yeah, and doing cool. some of the girlfriend. It's really sweet. <laughs> um, and then on the very back of Bones... I need to make an apology. Yeah? Because after saying what I said about the Medusa, on the back of the book it says, roll into... Tiny snakes. It's, it's supposed to be tiny. I think oh, it's a, oh, sorry. Tiny um, snakes. Sub-editor Miriam. 
<laughs> I believe we have an issue. <laughs> signy, yeah, yeah, signy. We'll go with signy. Um, <laughs> signy snakes and put it on your head and scream. I cannot make eye contact with you because I am a juicer to avoid awkward social situations and having to look at people when they talk to you so sorry did not mean to say anything like it's a bad thing you can't look at someone when yeah they do that, it can just be a bit of an anxiety thing exactly. sometimes um it's okay Miriam. i see you in the corner <laughs> we have the sub editor on uh oh what's this signy snakes signy snakes the newest band to come out of dunedin <laughs> Um, of course, like arguably one of my favourite sections of Bones is the done page, which is on the very back, uh, where Erin lists all sorts of things that you can do with the publication once you are done reading it, um, such as just burning it, uh, using it as a tissue, ripping, up, ripping it into tiny pieces to then photocopy for the next cover, which I thought was a really cool idea, actually. Yeah, that is cool, actually. I don't know, like Last Bones, just ori- like not origami, um, collage all of the like different Bones front covers. I don't know, could be a cool idea. Um, use it to line animal cages or donate it for use at the SPCA or Dog Rescue. All these sorts of things. Um, you know, if all else fails, just please recycle it. It is on uh, recycled paper. It's printed on recycled paper already um, with vegetable ink as well. So it's all, all decomposable. It's all very good. All right, so that was your bones for the last couple of weeks. Of course, it was good that we covered it because we were away last week, Raph, so we couldn't cover it then. Um, we and got there's this. a new bones coming out next Wednesday. Uh, it comes out on a Wednesday, and you can come up to Radio One in between the hours of nine and five every working day to grab your bones magazine. It's also distributed to lots of trendy cafes around the city, um, all sorts of places, and like relics, music stores. Yeah. You'll find it. You'll find it floating around somewhere. But if True. you, you will always find it in Radio um, 1. If people want to <coughs> contribute, yeah. um, because only four issues left, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. what's the day you have to get it sent in before the last day? So just so it's people usually know. the Friday before. So if you want to have your content in the next issue, I would suggest you send it into bones at r1.co.nz before this Friday cool. coming up. That would be best. Um, but just to talk uh, just a wee bit more, we just have a little bit more time about Bones a wee bit more holistically over the ages. Cool. Um, because we've got you here as well, Miriam, so we need to use you while you're here. <laughs> um, Raph and I were thinking before, has there ever been anything, um, any like huge issues that you've had to sub-edit out or anything that has been you know, like a, a bit difficult for you in terms of whether you should edit it or whether you shouldn't or... I don't know, more is your job as sub-editor for this publication? I guess at the start, it was, like, figuring out what to edit and what not, because, mm-hmm. like, obviously with editing, you have, like, grammar and stuff like that, but then you also have editing for clarity. Yeah. Which is, like, something that I really don't really do too much anymore, because yeah. I think it's, like, nice to just let it be, but if it doesn't make sense, I change it. But, like, you know, where to draw the line mm. is yeah, always, yeah. like, the big thing, especially with us such, like, an informal... Yes, yeah. True. I mean, yeah. I don't think people really knew as well when it was first conceived whether it would be a formal or yeah, informal publication. Yeah, it was so different back then. Well, it was pretty different. Yeah. It was so different. It was <laughs> a wee bit different yeah. back then. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's changed yeah. a lot, yeah. Yeah, it has changed a wee bit. Yeah, I remember being so scared when I submitted my first thing. We were <laughs> yeah. like, it's going to get all edited out. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But no, it, it pretty much ends up getting published as is Definitely. these days. Yeah. It's just like spelling mistakes and grammar, grammar. Mistakes. but um i found like at the start there was heaps of like editing to do mm. and everyone's just got so much better oh, like cool it's so incredible much. like that's the like main thing i've learned from editing bones mm. is like just how much like practice 
Yeah. Like, take, like, Lisa's... Like, her articles have always been amazing, but at yeah. the start, you could tell she didn't write, like, regularly. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, like, they're so good now. Like, there's, hard, like, there's hardly, like, any mistakes, mm. and that goes for, like, everyone's. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I think someone has mentioned that on Bone before. I think so, um, I, th- I believe it was Eliana, and she said that now that Bones is kind of forcing her to write every mm. week, yeah. almost, so, yeah. you know, you start to produce things every week, it's and then you degree, grow, isn't it? grow more confident. It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing, like, how much better people get, like, way better, mm. but, like, without any, like, critique, without any teaching, like, there's no negative feedback or, like, yeah. no grades. Yeah, true. Like, no one, like, you know, you only get, like, positive feedback, and, like, still you get so much better. Yeah, I think it's, like, the confidence of, of having it published as Good, well, yeah. like, in a mm. physical format. You can have things published on the internet, or you want it's kind of easy yeah, and accessible agreed. these days because of social Anyone media. Anyone can a terrible Facebook post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but to have it in, uh, like I would say, a well-regarded publication oh, Lord, in yeah. Dunedin and to have that in, in physical format, I think just the confidence of people, like mm. seeing that increase as well. Mm. Um, you also designed a front cover for Bones I a did. wee while ago. Which issue was that? I think you've got it. I definitely have it for you there. There we go. Issue 12. 12. Um, so do you do art? What's your artistic really. background? No, but no, you did art I, there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's very beautiful. It is very beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, I used to do a bit of art. Like, I like drawing, but I don't really do it that much anymore. But what What are you studying, by the way? What do you do? Anthropology and oh, religious studies. Cool. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, nice. Because I wondered, you said that you'd come from the library. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> it's first week back and we're all in the library again. Um, yeah. But that one was printed on um, with brown ink. So if black you, ink. Was it black? Oh, no, yeah. Erin used brown ink, but I'd used black. Oh, cool, And she cool. made it look oh. so much better. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Thank you, Erin. Because I made it, like, a really weird size. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, like, I made a mistake on the bottom. I had to, like, cut a bit off. <laughs> and I gave it to her, and I was like, ah. Oh. But it came back, and it looked so good. Yeah, so if anyone remembers the issue that had the brown ink front cover, that was Miriam's beautiful piece of art. Are you going to write anything before Bones finishes? Um, I've been thinking about it. What would you write about? Um, On what I'm not line? sure. I think about it. I just do so much like writing for uni and mm. like reading yeah, for uni enough. and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I, I kind of like, kind of would be bothered. But I'd really love to. <laughs> like, it seems like such a cool thing to do. And also, like, getting to pick a name. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. That's half the <laughs> like fun, I think, is picking the one word. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I think. I just want as many people to submit before it's over because mm. the thing about Bones is that it, it created this community uh, and also like for people that um, maybe are not from Dunedin or haven't been around Dunedin for a long time I mean a lot of the people that write for this have been um, but it was a great way to kind of like mould those two communities together and it's created mm. this own little sub-community oh, sure. um, which like I could never thank Erin enough for because oh. she is the one that, that did create this wee magazine um, but we won't get into the softy stuff until the last <laughs> issue, will we? True. So I'll just stop. I'll just stop time we'll be bawling our eyes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have Erin on the very last, oh, very last cool. deboned, and that'll be quite. It'll be a little bit yeah, sad. Nice. Um, but don't worry, there's still four issues, so that's still eight weeks of bones to go. Uh, it's fortnightly publication. You can get it at the Radio One offices, as I said before, between nine and five every working day. Just come on up. We have a dog. It's usually pretty warm. Um, sometimes warm. there's even like cake and chocolate. Yeah, there was there's cake. Cream eggs to kill a man. We've got boxes and boxes of cream eggs. If you'd like a bag of cream eggs alongside a Bones magazine, just give someone a yell in the offices. Everyone is very friendly. It's really nice. 
Um, get your bones back. New one coming out next Wednesday. This has been the Deboned segment on Wednesday Drive. Miriam Bueller, the sub editor, thank you Thanks for being our special me. guest.